Well, the back show, Rich. Week 11, hello from the cabin in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Chris Jared with you. No Adam Jackson tonight, no Brock Gutierrez tonight. Adam with men basketball. They're on the road. Tony Barbie's Chippewas in his first season, still looking for that first win in non-conference and what's been a greedy non-conference schedule. And then Brock Gutierrez probably tucked in the woods somewhere. Well, but don't worry, you're in uh, really good hands tonight. We're going to talk about the last time out for Central Michigan against Kent State and what was an offensive route over the Golden Flashes, 54-30. to 30. The most points scored by CMU since 2017 in a, a ball game for Jim McElwain's Chippewas, who is with me. And now he'll join us next segment, said it's the best win since I've been here in Mount Pleasant. So get a good chance to talk about that. Also look to the matchup that awaits the Chippewas in just a few short days. Uh, CMU tying together their road schedule, taking on Ball State Wednesday night from Schumann Stadium. Uh, the last MAC game for CMU, still in pursuit of a MAC title bid. And then we'll, of course, have that uh, men's basketball game for you later tonight. So a busy night on the network and a lot of Chippewa athletics for you on this Monday night. Rob Akey, the defensive coordinator, will join us later in the show as well. And then a couple of upperclassmen on the defensive side of the ball, the senior safety from St. Ignace, Gage Kresge, will join us. And the junior from Flint, Troy Brown, will as well. We're at the cabin tonight in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, just off mission at the corner of Broomfield Street and Crawford Road. The head coach, Jim McElwain, will join us next on the Coach Mac Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, Brown Distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Straight game with 100-plus yards for Lou Nichols on the ground. Richardson comes right, throws back left. Caught by Wilson with a blocker to the 10. Far side to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Central Michigan. They've got their first lead of the night. Back inside the cabin on the Coach Mack Show, Chris Jarrett. And now I'm joined by the third season head coach, Jim McElwain. Coach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, just... Uh Excited to get on a bus here in a couple days and uh, go about four and a half hours down to Muncie to play another uh, Wednesday night game that that I tell you what the uh, exposure our university's getting uh, with these games um, has been fantastic. Uh, I, I, it, it's amazing, you know, the amount of people that that reach out that never really get a chance to see us. And I know if they're watching, there's a bunch of people watching. So uh, this has been really good for our kids and uh, the university. Well, and you heard that highlight, too, coming back. Joel Wilson with two touchdowns. That was able to put you guys in front, really pacing the way, basically, after uh, the entire second quarter with 54 points you finished with. You said that this was the best win since you've yeah, been here. Yeah, no doubt about it. This was the most complete win uh, we've had since I've been here um, and against a good football team. I mean, we've beaten some people that we should beat, but you know, that's a team that, that really could go on and win it all in our league. And the way we went about doing it, uh, I thought it was a total team effort. Um, we did, uh, you know, a really good job on defense once we settled in and, and you know, offensively, uh, you know, scoring on seven straight possessions and keeping their offense off the field. That, that's something we wanted to do. That's something we accomplished. Uh, we didn't want to kick field goals. We wanted to score touchdowns, and uh, for the most part, we did that. Well, and even with keeping their offense on the field after you're be able to turn your drives into points, you dominated the time of possession against a team that works pretty quick. But looking at the box score, for the most part, for your offense, it was work quick and score points. 
Last Wednesday, yeah. you dominated the time of possession. Well, the, the one thing, those offensive guys in that system, and it's kind of this little cult of people, all right, their, their goal, they don't really care. Well, they don't care one thing about time of possession. Their goal is to how many plays can they run. And they try to get in the hundreds, you know, whether it's uh, 110, 105, 115. That's their goal to do that. And uh, for us, uh, we not only won the time of possession, but we had uh, over 80 plays of offense to their 76. So we beat them at their own game. Looking at the overall record as well, it gets you to that six-win marker still with two games to play, and it makes you bowl eligible for the upcoming month of December. Yeah, and, and it's great that we're still in November here, late in, the, in uh, November, and, and playing for something, something that, uh, you know, we're not out of this race yet. We need a little help. Um, but for us, it's about uh, taking care of the things we can control, and that's uh, how we're going to play this Wednesday. The way that you played last Wednesday, too, that defense – was really stout and they continue to do well in the turnover department. It's now six turnovers for your bunch in the last two games against a Kent State offense that had really done a good job of possessing the football and limiting that. What what changed or is that just your defense doing its thing? No, I, I you know, I mean, uh, you know, the coaches do a great job. I mean, they, we work turnover circuit uh, every single day. Um, it's great to see it happen. Uh, and, you know, against those teams like that, um, our ability to get the ball back and, and limit their possessions, that's just huge. And, and you know, offensively, we've, uh, Daniel's done a really good job of taking care of the football. Um, you know, for the most part, our runners have, have held on, on to it. And um, I really feel like we're getting better. You know, our team is getting stronger. Our team's getting better. And uh, I'm starting to see kind of what I thought we could be uh, with this young, young group and the young guys we had coming in. We're starting to get there, and uh, as a coach, that, that's something that makes you real happy. In terms for Richardson, he is the most uh, efficient quarterback in the MAC in terms of touchdowns produced and interceptions, uh, two for him, and they both came in basically one game. Yeah, so. and kind of really his first kind of, you know, game, you know, right. where, where he was the guy. And, and I'm going to tell you this, uh, that position, uh, you know, a lot of times people look strictly at, you know, the numbers, and yet the numbers that count are, you know, throwing it to our guys, not their guys, and winning football games, and he's starting to do that. I'm, I'm really proud of his progression and how he's handling the offense and getting it to the playmakers. Well, and he just looks like a guy that just has the most fun as ever yeah, as anyone he when he's on the field just running around and, and seeing him enjoy playing the game. Well, you ought to see him play Madden. <laughs> he, he, enjoys, uh, he enjoys that too. Yeah. Well, and he's led an offense that, in terms of trips to the red zone, had left sometimes, were unable to find touchdowns and you find field goals. But I think one of the most impressive things when you look at the Kent State game was where the touchdowns came from. They came when you got in the red zone, and I think seven of eight of the touchdowns came inside the 20. The only one was Joel Wilson 21 yards out, so really sure. efficient inside the 20. No, and it, it – uh you know, it's, it's, it, we didn't have a lot of truly explosive plays. Uh, we had consistent plays, but I think when you look at it, and the thing we did a great job of defensively is we kept them uh, off script. In other words, we did a much better job on first and second down. And us offensively on the, on the flip side, we won first down. We, we got into those second down where you got a couple options you can do. Uh, 
it allowed us to keep them off balance and, and uh, you know, I can't say enough what our offensive line did uh, when, when it was time. Um, they took control of the football game and as a football coach and a guy that grew up kind of as a purist, I'm probably not one of these guys that I guess are so, you know, in demand today that, that think it's all just about offense. But, you know, for us, the way we won that football game, the way we finished it, and, and I, I tell our guys all the time, you know, you run to win. And uh, that, that, that's something we did, and, man, I'm, I'm proud of them. Yeah, Lou Nichols has certainly been running to win as the best back in the conference and the first Chippewa running back over 200 yards in almost 10 years. Thomas Rawls did it 2014. Defensively, Well, that though, just means I gave it to him too often. <laughs> too often. <laughs> been working him a lot, but That's I right. think it's been paying off. The, the secondary, too, has been tested a lot this season. It's been a bunch that at the beginning of the season looked like they've been picked on with McNary, went down with the injury, and a guy like uh, Dante Kent that was really swept in as a true freshman but it, it seems like they've really been playing well with you know even on last Wednesday flash fast the Kent yeah. State offense is all you heard about no and and uh, you know what they should start hearing about the Chippewa offense because uh, this offense that we have is uh, can hit you from a lot of different ways and uh, but going to our secondary um, uh, uh, Dante Kent had you know I really felt he grew up uh, you know, Day-Day Hill did a fantastic job when he was in there, you know, got tripped up on one, but he did great. And I'll tell you what, Rolian Sturkey uh, has really solidified himself at that other corner spot. Um, it, it's good to see. And, uh, you know, the future's bright. We've, we've got some good young players back there. All right. We'll take another break on the Coach Mack Show on the Chippewa Sports Network. Come back with the coach and focus our sights on the matchup that awaits the Chippewas in just a few days. They head to Ball State, to Muncie, Indiana, to take on the Ball State Cardinals. That's next on the Coach Mack Show on the Chippewa Sports Network. No, no, I got one thing, though. You want to take us out? Well, no, I just, I know that we're at the cabin that sure. has fantastic food. All right, this place is unbelievable. Anybody listening, I mean, drive by, come on in and get some of it. And you never know, you might be able to, you know, maybe throw in a good butter Bud Light from the Fabiano <laughs> brothers while you're doing it. They do have that cold on tap. That's certainly yes. one of the pluses here. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Nichols cuts out right back to the left to the 10 to the 5 runs over a man into the end zone touchdown Lou Nichols oh, oh he just ran a man over and CMU, CMU leads 46 to 30 that's my kind of running right there Adam Back on the Coach Mack Show from the cabin on the Chippewa Sports Network, Chris Sherrod and the head coach, Jim McElwain. Who, would, do you think that was Adam banging on the glass? Yeah, I think. Well, that sounds I'm, like Adam to me. I, actually, I think that might have been Brock. But, you think so? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think he, he gets pretty excited when, when, when we start to play physical like we did uh, a week ago. And, and really, I was telling our guys the last two weeks, you know, we're getting stronger. Our football team is getting stronger. And... We played more physical uh, than our opponents. And, you know, just as a coach, it just means so much uh, to see your guys out there, um, you know, dominating the guy over them. And, uh, you know, for us, 
that's how we're going to win football games. That's what this uh, program is, is trying to be built on, um, and uh, we're starting to understand it, and we're starting to get there. Lou Nichols certainly did, finished with four touchdowns, the first Chippewa with four touchdowns since a guy by the name of Jonathan Ward did it. It was against Ball State, and you were there in 2019. That was a heck of a comeback that year, if I remember right. I think we were still trying to figure out a little bit like who we were. Um, I was still trying to figure out uh, who we were as a team, uh, having taken over that, the, you know, the team that we had. And, and uh, you know, we came, we came back, we fought, and, and I thought that was really a defining moment uh, of that of that season uh, for our football team because they were a team obviously that were coming off of a season of one and eleven, and you know I'm not sure they wouldn't have quit you know and and they didn't they kept fighting and uh, you know that that was really good to see and you know I know it's great to know that Jonathan's moved on and and uh, is is with the Cardinals and and. Uh, that's exciting. Certainly is. Uh, hoping for an exciting one on Wednesday as well. This is a Ball State team, Coach, that they've been eliminated. This is a Ball State team that beat the crap out of us last year. Yeah. This is a Ball State team that won the division. They won the league. They've got their whole team back. Uh, it's kind of like playing BYU. I mean, these guys are like the oldest team in the country. They got like 26 uh, graduates, uh, and it's all the guys you know, who knows? I mean, they might be 30-year-olds and have, like, 20 <laughs> kids. I don't know. Well, but, but I'm telling you, they beat our tar out of us. Yeah. And uh, it was very disappointing. And um, you know what? We'll see what happens this time. Well, and you've got a lot of guys back from that were there for last year, too. You, you look at uh, a Ball State team was going to say that. They've, they've been eliminated from Mac West contention. It doesn't matter. Those guys, uh, they know what they're playing oh, for. Yeah. They've got some great players. Their quarterback is as good a quarterback as there is in the league, and I think he'll have an opportunity to play at the next level. Uh, their little slot, number 11, um, he embarrassed us a year ago. I mean, embarrassed us. Uh, we couldn't tackle him. We never came close to him. Um, they've got a linebacker that's been hurt that's going to come back that you know, shared uh, player of the year honors, uh, you know, with our guy. And and, uh, and they've got a safety that's, you know, making great plays. Uh, it's a team that, um, you know, I mean, they've got everybody back. And, uh, you know, we've got to go take it from them. Um, we can't just uh, think they're going to not be there. Uh, they'll be prepared because they're playing for bowl eligibility. Um, you know, in this league right now, we have, you know, probably end up with eight teams that are bowl eligible which you know i think that speaks for uh you know the quality of the league and actually probably the the uh really how even the league is uh so um but for us um you know it's not going to be about them it's going to be how we go in and play um but I do remember how bad they beat us a year ago, believe me. Yeah. I'm happy you brought up the MAC because this, this was a team that came in the preseason pick to repeat as conference champs like they did in 2020. Uh, I kind of maybe some people that look at the year, it's been a tough year, but it just goes to show how tough this conference can be. Road or home, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. And, and you know, I mean, one of the things that, that uh, you know, is interesting about this league actually is, uh, you know, that the, the amount of teams – right now that are all still playing for something you know valuable and uh that makes everybody hungry and obviously they had an opportunity you know to to keep themselves in it and in uh win last week it was a 
was a tight one. And, and uh, you know, for us, um, I just can't get the vision of how bad they beat us a year ago. And no better way to get that out of your brain than going down there and, and returning the favor this year. Well, I mean, I'm not saying we're going to. Um, you know, they're probably listening to this right now. I, my hat's off to them. They beat the crap out of us. Looking at the all-time record between them, it, it's 26-26-1. There's been one tie. Do you know, maybe, could you have any? I can tell you this. I was not alive when they tied. Uh, was David Letterman going to school there then? He actually, no, I that, think he'd be on the desk. He was probably on the desk by then. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm not sure then. Coach Herb right here and, and sitting in the front, Coach Duramity, he, he certainly does. That was back in 1989, and they tied 13-13. to 13. That was the only tie, but aside from that, this matchup has just been neck and neck the entire time. 13-13, huh? That's right. Should have ran ISO one more time, Herb, <laughs> I think. Yeah, well, looking at the last year contest and this one, aside from the outcome, the execution, what, what needs to be the difference in, in getting out of there with the win from your team? Well, um, We've got to continue to do our job, number one, and do our job and understand that however we do our job can affect the person around us. And, uh, you know, by doing our job at a high level, what, what happens is it elevates the people around you uh, so they can do a better job. So um, I think our ability to keep people off balance offensively, obviously taking care of the football, and then defensively, you know, eliminating the explosives which you know they they killed us a year ago and uh, trying to get a takeaway here and there that that really helps you six turnovers in the last two games certainly hoping for more to come later this week that matchup is wednesday uh, i will be on the air at six kick at seven from muncie we'll take another break on the coach mac show come back and catch up with the defensive coordinator rob akey that'll be next on the chippewa sports network from learfield presented by fabiano brothers proud distributors of bud and bud light Fake the handoff, throw up far side. It's caught by Cephas, breaks a tackle to the 25. Ball comes out, it's loose at the 20, and the Chippewas look like they've fallen out of the four numbers, and they have. Second straight possession ends in a fumble, and it's Whiteside that comes out with it. No, a little background. I mean, how the heck? I'm getting a little feedback. Me too, yeah, just maybe slide that right one off. That's what I'm okay. looking Okay, yeah. is, is that it? Is that a little better? Laker good now, yeah. Did you hear the feedback? I did. This is more better, yeah. Yeah, it is, it isn't was. it? You were in this yeah. and then around my head to the other air. I mean, you probably thought that was a bad staff meeting, didn't I you? I thought it might have been. <laughs> so, a where it echoes off the walls yeah, a little bit. Yeah, th that one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love those. But, uh, <laughs> I know you do. Well, Aches, uh, obviously from out there in the mountains of, of Colorado. Yep. And uh, tell, tell the folks a little bit about your background and uh, – how you got into this coaching deal? Okay, well, I'd be honored to. I started, uh, grew up in Colorado Springs, Colorado. That's my home and had the. Uh, that's the home of NORAD. Yes, it is. Well, you it's know, the safest place in America. That, that's where they chart Santa Claus. They from. do. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's right. We had a maid when I was a kid. We always knew what time we had to be in bed because he was on his way. <laughs> we had right. it tracked down pretty good. That was kind of cool. And uh, anyways, I went from there. I went and played uh, 
got the chance to play college football at Weber State, which is on the other side of the mountains over in Ogden, Utah, in the Big Sky Conference. Well, I think people should know that, that Weber State probably is known truly as the Harvard of that area. Well, it is, and I don't yeah. know, I hate to put that out there all the time, yeah. but it is. It, uh, it's, a, it's a very highly esteemed <laughs> academic institution, I would have you all know. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, and you'll be able to tell, especially those of y'all that haven't met me yet, by the time we get done, you'll see I was an English major while I was there in college, too. <laughs> That's right. and, uh, <laughs> graduated uh, highest in my class. <laughs> I was a good couple inches taller than everybody else. It was That's a right. pretty good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so anyways, I got a chance to play football there and uh, played uh, originally a tight end, went over and played defense for my uh, next three years. And then uh, I knew that uh, I, football is what I love. It's the only thing I cared about other than the family. And uh, I wasn't, couldn't imagine what life without football was going to be like. So I talked with my coaches about it. They knew I wanted to coach. And so I immediately started uh, working as a, as a graduate assistant, essentially. And uh, spent one year in that role. And then uh, our head coach uh, moved on, and our offense coordinator replaced him. And uh, I fooled him enough to offer me the job as the defensive line coach at the ripe old age of 22 years old, 21 years old. And so I was coaching some guys that were older than me because some of those guys that he was talking about at the BYU team, they, they came up to Weber State also. So <laughs> there were some older dudes on that team. And uh, it, was, uh, it was quite a deal. But I started my career there. And then uh, and, uh, that's where I got to meet Coach Mack. With that's right. Days back in the big sky. So I was at Weber. He was up at Eastern. And then when I went over to Northern Arizona, also in the big sky, he was at Montana State in the big sky at that time. So uh, we've got a long history going back for a lot of years. I think, cool. you know, what some of the people don't realize, back then there was a person on your staff yep. that was, he was the film coach. That didn't mean that he took videos. It didn't mean, but he was the guy responsible for the 16 millimeters, yep. the exchange, and, you know, putting, taking them to the airport, getting them there on time. You and I were both film coaches. Exactly right. We both could make a deal. <laughs> probably one of the greatest ones I've ever heard was you might have pulled one on the University of Idaho where I did get them. Yeah, where you where you sent the big case of film, and when they opened it, wasn't it just shredded up papers? Yeah, it might have been some stuff from the trash can. Might have been what ended up in there. And I guess the wrong box might have got sent to him. The film was actually on my desk. I don't know how that happened. But, uh, I know the guys up there are pretty excited about it when they, no, when they I, opened it up. I actually, you know, I worked with some of those guys, and I thought, you know, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so, oh, you would have. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, as, as you kind of, you know, kind of kept moving, and then, uh, you know, your time at Washington State, yep. uh, in which you took the team to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, we had a good run there. I was able to be, uh, was able to be there for eight years, and mm -hmm. uh, four as the defensive line coach, the next four as the defense coordinator and uh, we had a great run one of the best runs they ever had at Washington State. Ever. We had three yep. consecutive 10 win seasons and the Rose Bowl beat number four Texas in the Holiday Bowl and uh, you know things that hadn't been done at Washington State those times we had a had a great great run and uh, that fooled the folks next door and offered me the job as the head coach and uh, my, I was dumb enough to take it. That's, <laughs> well you know at the University of Idaho when you were the yeah. head coach you actually took him to a bowl game in one of the greatest halftime uh, interviews ever with a head coach. How, how many points were you down going into half? Well, it, it was tight. It was it was neck and neck at that point in time. And uh, 
you know, you got to say, you know, there's always something you got to say when you're done. They ask you the questions like you really want to talk. You're coming out at halftime. going to go play the second half. That's right. And uh, I was walking away, felt like you had to say something. I just looked, hey, y'all enjoy the second half. You're going to love it. And uh, I guess somebody got a kick out of it. And uh, it ended up being a fantastic finish, so therefore it kind of laid the groundwork for it. it. You know, as, as, as a school that actually at the time had jumped up to Division One, yep. and uh, for you to win a uh, bowl game at the University of Idaho, that had to be unbelievable uh, for the community and, and the school. It was. It was huge. It was a big tournament. Matter of fact, that season that had been the first winning season they'd had in a decade. It had been a long time since they'd had success and haven't made that move. And, and uh, it was cool. And then one of the things that was cool about that also, that bowl game being down in Boise that was, you know, in the state. So it was, it was like we had a home game. And so the place was full. And it was all our colors and all our fans were there. And they stormed the field after the deal was over with. And it was, uh, it was a fun time. It was a cool deal. I know uh, I was talking with Coach Erickson after that game uh, a few weeks later. And he says, you know, people just don't understand what you have to do to win at a yeah. place like this. So you guys win in the humanitarian bowl at Idaho. It's kind of like, you know, us winning a national championship in Miami. That's it's, absolutely. It's hard to do. So, uh, absolutely. But that was a fun time. A good group of kids that uh, sure. got things turned around. It was cool. And then, uh, you know, from there, you ended up going into the National Football League. How, how was that experience? You were both with the Vikings and, and with the Redskins. How, yeah. how kind of was that experience? It was an awesome experience. And uh, it was something you know, had, I had always wondered about and uh, loved the path that I was on. And then that was the opportune moment at the time was right. And it really worked out right being with uh, you know, Coach Zimmer because I had played for him at, uh, at Weber. And then the year I spent as a graduate assistant, I was working for him. And so here he was getting his first job, uh, first head job in the NFL, and, and having that opportunity was cool. And uh, that was a great organization. Things were done well all the way around. Uh, Spielman as a general manager, they worked, both sides of the building worked well together, and it was cool. Um, and uh, then the, after that season was over with, had the opportunity, I was working with Andre, who I'd worked with before. We were both coaching the defensive line. I was the assistant, and uh, the Redskins had offered me the uh, – the job as the defensive line coach with uh, it's kind of funny Joe Barry was the coordinator there and he was uh, when I was coordinator at NAU he was yeah, coaching that's right. uh, defensive ends for me that's and, right uh, yeah. so we got that uh, opportunity switched and it was uh, so it was a, it was a great uh, opportunity at that point in time yeah. so I went and uh, and we won the division and got in the playoffs that first year which uh, you'd think that would happen normally at the Redskins you know but uh, it had been quite a while and uh, but it was uh, it was a cool experience but you also see you know one of the things about the uh, you know it's a little bit different there you know we get the great opportunity here being pops away from home yep. and uh and i know you we we take great pride in that and that's cool and and those guys in the league they like to know you give a, you know you give a damn about them but uh it's really can you help them get that next contract that's that matters, all that matters uh, a little yeah. bit more and you know so that that part of it's a little bit different the you know coaching the best in the world and some of the things you can get them to do was cool um and I enjoyed it. But the thing that just really stood out to me there was going from a, a healthy organization in Minnesota to one that was very dysfunctional in uh, Washington. And, uh, you know, and it didn't end well for anybody. And they still fighting their own battles, as you can tell right now. Hell, they got John Gruden. He didn't even coach there. They got him knocked out of the Raiders this week. Exactly. So, um, yeah. yeah. The uh – you know, what you were able to do and what, and, and what your defense was able to do a week ago against that offense. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, kind of the prep going in and, and kind of what you, what, what you told your guys going into, the, into that game. Uh, you bet. I, tell you, I was proud of these guys right here. And they, uh, you know, because this, this offense, they take, a, you know, 
It's un-American. I got to say that first. It's, <laughs> it's okay. It goes against the rules of football, and it's not right. But it's uh, catching a little wave of different parts in the country this year. And, you know, this guy's doing a lot of this that uh, they can go faster and have more plays. And really their biggest thing was seeing how many plays they could get run because they figure if they have enough of them somewhere along the way, their defense is going to make a mistake. Well, and they'll it, get their it's kind of like I was in basketball. <laughs> you know, if I take enough shots, I'm going to score a some bunch of points. Go in. That's right. At yeah. some point, they don't go if you don't shoot, <laughs> no doubt. And uh, so that, that, that pace of play was something that we hadn't, hadn't seen before, and it was cool. And, I, and what I loved about our guys, they embraced the way that we prepared for it, because that, that was the biggest thing. And, and so, you know, we had, uh, with our offense, has the ability to go fast. And so when we got the chance to go our good against our good and doing it that way, that helped. But then when our scouts, and I mean, I had these guys, they had their back turned on everything. We had the scouts already lined up, and I said, oh, God, give them the call. And they say, I said, okay, bam, now y'all can go. And they had to go sprint, get lined up, and the quarterback snapping the ball, and they're running around all over the field. And it was hard for them to get lined up. We tried to make it as hard as we could so that it would be easier on game day than what it was in the preparation of the week. And that was something they think they'll tell you what uh, they found while we were while we were playing the game. Hey, shit, it's like we're waiting on them even though they were going fast. And I thought that had a lot to do with it. And and they uh, they embraced what they needed to attack. And obviously, we would like to have started faster than what we did. We weren't real fired up about, uh, you know, those first two scores. But, we, you know, we kind of created the one. We knocked ourselves off the coverage. That's right. And uh, that's how that first one got popped. But then we got our act together, and, and it was cool. And then, and then you know, three and outs and four uh, – well, we had a two and out takeaway. But we had uh, – there was a nice succession where our football team started rolling well because we started getting stops in the takeaways, and the offense was rolling and scoring touchdowns. And uh, – uh, we had a great flurry on them at that point in time. And our guys, you know, you said it earlier, out physical the hell out of them at that point in time and, and maintained it throughout the course of the game. And uh, these guys were having a blast. It was it was fun. But, it was uh, great to see the, the looks on their face, man. Oh, they, were, they were having fun playing the game. Yep, in yeah. a big way. Um, you know, kind of quickly here, uh, we're obviously playing against a team that, that embarrassed the heck out of us a year ago. Yep. Uh, Kind of what are some of the keys uh, that, that we've got to look for, you know, defensively against their offense? And, and what do we need to do to slow them down? Well, generally speaking, we've got to make sure we handle the run game well because there's a lot of things they have going all over the place. It starts with this guy that wears number 11, and coaches alluded to him already, but they – they put great effort into finding ways to get him the ball. And it's, it's like they do with him on special teams. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of unique little deals. It might be a jet or a, a flat screen and some deals like that. Maybe dash him at running back and let him hit a toss. And then he'll hit, uh, try to get him on a, on a goal ball from time to time. A little wildcat with him, too. Yes, exactly yeah. right. And that's where he gets that, uh, some of that run game stuff. So that's the, uh, you, we've got the package put together to deal with him when he lines up in those different, different spots. And then the great majority of the game, the rest of it, is going to be making sure we've got the run game handled. And they've got a you know, young running back that runs. He runs hard. He's, uh, you know, they, they've got two of them they consistently run, but he's a downhill physical runner. He wears number 33, 33 and 24, both the guys there. Um, and I've got, uh, obviously, we talked about 11. I got respect for their quarterback. He runs the guy's game a good well. player, man. And, uh, really good player. And he does that well. He does it with his feet, too. Yep. And so on third downs, when we're, you know, we got to make sure we do a great job in coverage handling those guys. But when we rush them, whether we're rushing four or six or five or whatever it is, we've got to do a great job with our lanes because some of their better third down plays have come off of his feet more so yeah. than some of the throws. So that's the challenge that's in front of us and uh, what uh, we're looking forward to going and attacking. Well, uh, I know this, uh, that defense is playing their tails off, and it's great to see. And, and uh, 
you know, getting those turnovers, man, that, that's pretty awesome. It makes life more better, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I almost don't want to stop this. I'm, yeah. I, I'm enjoying yeah. listening to this, and I know the folks have too, but um, make some noise for Rob Akey, folks. He's did a great job and, and loved catching up with you, defensive coordinator, I Coach. I you, didn't I? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. If you liked thanks it, we still got Gage Kresge and Troy Brown and the Coach Mack Show. We'll hear from one of them next. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from the cabin from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back to Bracey, cuts right. Not going to get any yards as he's thrown down, but that should do it. Chippewas will run the clock out. An impressive win over Kent State. Follow up the rivalry victory in Kalamazoo with a 24-point beatdown of Kent State. 54-30 to the final. Central Michigan bowl eligible in 2021, picking up their sixth victory of the season. Well, we got Troy Brown here. Yes, sir. And uh, Flint's finest. And man. he had a lot to do with that big time win over Kent State, too. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you back on the field. Most definitely. Most definitely. Tell us how your health is. Tell you how you feeling. Um, by far uh, the best I've been feeling um, the past couple of weeks. Um, but overall season, um, I've been in the, the training room and, and the weight room and consistently trying to get my body back to where it is, uh, you know, before we all start playing games and stuff like that. So um, I'm by far in the best shape and physically, you know, the body feeling good right now. So so how was that feeling in the locker room after that uh, last couple wins? Uh, um, the amazing energy uh, coming from not only the leaders, but, you know, some of the younger guys who are seeing that we are still playing for some. Um, you know, uh, just going in the locker room and seeing all those guys' face with them being happy and not their heads hunging down after a game or you having to pick somebody up after a game just to see them smile and, and go home happy is just it's, it's a blessing. Well, I got to tell you, we're a better football team when you're on the field. I can tell you that. But uh, it's great to have you out there and great to have you back. How how's it been, uh, you know, this week in the preparation, uh, you know, going into this game with with Ball State? Uh, personally, you know, this is this is the team that I look as um, my personal rival. I, I know everybody loves to say we hate Western and, you know, we hate the guys that's downstate, but um, this football team hasn't showed us respect since, you know, you've gotten here and, and I feel like they don't, they still don't respect us at all. Yeah. So um, there's, there's a, a little resentment at that at that part and the plus when you show me the flip i see the flip every time i, I, I go in in the meetings and it's, it's just light a fire you know I'm, I'm ready for the day i'm ready to go out there and practice and see what i can i can do to 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 give uh, my team the upper hand against this opponent so sure i'm ready what, what are some of the keys what, what what do we need to stop um they like to run their offense through number 11. whatever they can do they like to give them the, give them the ball uh try to get them on the edge try to give them the space um, we're, we're looking to, you know, to eliminate all those things and, first of all, eliminate the run because they got a, a nice young uh, running back back there who likes to run hard. You know, uh, we're looking to take the ball off him, get the, uh, get the ball away from him and just keep pressure in number nine's face. So um, if we do all those key things, I'm pretty sure, you know what I mean, the defense 
we'll just take care of, you know, the rest of the game. Sure, you know, we talked earlier, you're from Flint, and uh, so it's not like you've got a real long commute to be able to get home, right, 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 and, right. and this and that, and, 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 and your, you know, your friends being able to come see you and uh, that type of thing, but uh, tell us a little bit about your high school career and then, you know, you getting here to Central Michigan. Skip the part where you beat up on those Davidson Cardinals for He's me, a Davidson Cardinals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just skip that. Yeah, yeah. Davidson, Davidson, Davidson. <laughs> hey, you had us. You had us for a long time there, so that's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, um, so I started off uh, high school in Saginaw, Michigan. Um, it was where I was, I was practicing and, you know what I'm saying, molding my body to really be a basketball player. But um, things happened to where I had to come home uh, back to Flint and take care of my mom, my little sister, and my brother. Mm -hmm. So I had to uh, be a man and, you know, swallow the pill and, and come back in, you know what I'm saying, run the household. So um, I ended up going to Flint Northwestern for the first uh, three years. Uh, it, was, it was a rough ride, you know. Um, the, the, the sports system there was kind of was low. The morale was low. Um, a lot of kids didn't look forward to playing football. Sure. Like, how, uh, you know, you used to. So... Um, it was hard to actually find motivation to keep keep playing, especially when um, your team is going 0 and 9 or 1 and 1 and 8 and stuff like that. Um, so my senior year, I decided to make the move across town, uh, go to Carmen Ainsworth. I finished out finished out a strong season there. That's when I got my first uh, offer from CMU. Shout out to uh, Miss Nancy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, the first, it, it wasn't just the first offer that brought me here. It was just, I mean, the guys that I met, like Sean Bunton. I met him on my official visit, and I'm talking about the guy who made me laugh the whole night. Right. <laughs> so uh, when I got here, it was just the, the environment, the, the family that, that, that it welcomed me. So uh, I, I chose Central Michigan immediately. Yeah. Well, I, I know this. Uh, we're sure, sure fortunate that uh, you chose to come here. And, and uh, you know, I think this might not be, uh, you know, the end of your plan. Most definitely not. Um, I'm always looking for, you know, to 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 keeping this, you know, this lifestyle going as much as I can. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's it's not ideal for me to play football the rest of my life, but you know, I mean, if I could, I would. You know, sure. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep riding this train until I until I can no more. So. Okay, so let's go to the basketball piece. Basketball. All right. <laughs> I mean, tell me what your go-to was. I mean. Did you have a good step back? Uh, did you did you go to the hoop? Did you did you flush it on people? I mean, what was your kind of your gig? I mean, I really feel like I could do it all. You know, <laughs> there it is. I, I don't never want to shortchange myself, but uh, I'm a lefty. I like to shoot the ball. I like to go to the rim. I, you know, I got I got I got some bounce for people who don't know. Right. You know I mean, I, I like to dunk the ball, but. Uh, my step back was my go-to move. What your yeah. step back was? My step back was my go-to move. I actually made somebody fall my senior year, and I went viral for it. Yeah, that is cool. I went viral. For well, it. just know this: if I'm if I'm checking you, I'm taking your left away. Okay, uh -huh. I'm gonna make you try to dribble <laughs> with your right. How's that? I mean, you can try. Well, Troy, I uh, I really appreciate you yeah. coming and and. Uh, let me tell you what, you're a huge reason that, that we're where we're at in, in winning football games. So thanks, man. Thank you so much. Let's hear it for the junior from Flint, Thank Michigan, you. Troy Brown. We'll come back and catch up with Gage Kresge, the senior safety from St. Ignace Nest on the Coach Mack Show. All right. Then my Fabiano brothers, Brad Distributors of Bud and Bud Light.
back inside the cabin on the Coach Mack Show. Chris Jared, Coach Jim McElwain. We're now joined by the senior safety, Gage Kresge. Gage, how you doing, man? Thanks good. for joining us. Yeah, good to be here. Isn't it great to have Gage in the house? I it mean, is. This guy's having an incredible year and came back for an extra year. How's that been? It's been great. The best year so far. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, playing every down on defense, playing a bunch of special teams. I, you know, before we even get going, you're from the UP. I am, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and St. Ignace, yep. right? Just Cooper. across the so, bridge. So, you know, this whole, like, how they do the thumb with the... No, with it's like, the, it's like with this, like, right where, here. Where, uh, yeah, so... So we got that, and then I'm I'm right here with so, it. So you're right... Yeah. So kind of like, okay, where's the bridge? The bridge would be right here. Okay, so you're... Uh, up and then so you're about in that oh, okay right there so yeah. right there up from the i got you i got it figured out now all right so yeah. uh no that uh obviously beautiful country absolutely and uh i think one of the things people don't realize you playing up there in the up mm -hmm. and i know troy said you know he had a pretty good step back and he could play a little basketball oh. right but um i i Tell the people about your basketball career. Uh, yeah, I actually, kind of like Troy, I planned to uh, play basketball in college, and then uh, football came my way. And um, I, I love basketball. Played AAU all my all my high school career, and it, it was great. So, I know you won't bring it up, but just a year ago, somebody actually broke Aww. your all-time scoring record. Yeah. So yeah. Tell the people how many points you had in, in high school basketball. I think I had like 2,300 or something. Yeah. 2,200. And kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy that broke it yeah. last year, right? Wasn't yeah. that last year? I actually knew who it was. We were family friend. Uh, he worked extremely hard for it. And I think he's playing at Southern Illinois or something. Uh huh. But he, he's a great dude, worked really hard. And. It, it was it was cool to see. I didn't want him to break it, but he, he broke it. <laughs> That's right. So uh, playing at St. Ignace, uh, obviously, all the w w tell me about all the sports and all, how, how was that, and uh, how was the travel for you? Uh, travel, it was all right. We would go downstate and play. Um, I ran track, played played baseball, football, basketball, really everything, and. Uh, uh, the travel was all right. It, the weather got cold sometimes, but uh, sure. it, it was awesome. Sure. UP is awesome. There you go. Heard nothing but great things about the UP. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So uh, kind of going into this season, kind of unexpected for you, I guess, you know, yeah. as far as tell, tell everybody how it's been as far as coming back for that kind of that super senior season. Uh, yeah, like you said, not expected, but uh, the best one yet for me, for sure. Uh, this is all extra for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it, and it's, it's, it's been great. So uh, when you walk into the locker room now, you've, you've been here now five, six, six years, years yeah. and all of a sudden these little kids come running in. They're called freshmen, Yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> How has that been, and, and what have you done to help those guys? Uh, yeah, those guys are five years younger than me. That's so right. It's, it's, 
it's kind of weird, but I, I, I kind of serve as like a mentor for them and, and try and push them in the right direction. Uh, I've been here for five years, so I kind of know what, what goes on, and I can, I can lead them right lead them the right right, right way. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, tell us a little bit academically kind of where you're at and then where you're going to take uh, and hope to take that degree. So I'm getting my my master's in exercise physiology. Uh-huh. And with that, I can do, like, strength training and, and things like that. And it's, it's going to be very beneficial for me to get that degree for sure. Is that, is that a direction you kind of want to go, do you think, is, is into that uh, strength training field? Potentially, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, how is our strength program? G give the people a little kind of insight on, on, on our, our strength and conditioning coach in, in Joel Welsh. Yeah, so Coach, coach Welsh is the, the biggest motivator you can ever get. Um, He's a great dude. Uh, he'll make you run through a wall. Yeah. And and it's he's awesome to be around. And uh, I just love Coach Welsh. He's the best. Right. Um, as, as as you're looking forward to this game, um, obviously we're 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 starting to play pretty good. We're mm -hmm. starting to play stronger. And in uh, you know, what are some of the keys uh, that you that you're looking for uh, as far as you know this ball state team uh yeah they can they can move the ball they they run it well they have a great back um 11 like we've been talking about he's good in space uh if we if we take those guys away i think i think we have no problem at, at the defensive end sure um, so if as as we kind of go uh you know heading into this um where do you think we're at as a team right now? Where, where, what are your feelings as far as this football team and where we're at? I think we're getting stronger as as we go on. The the camaraderie is building. Uh, guys are meshing together, playing together. Uh, we're playing complementary football, and I think I think we're going in the right direction. No, it's it's great to see. That's probably. Uh, it's as excited as I've ever been after a win here. Um, yeah. Because I think we. We're finally starting to play the way we should, but yeah. uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Gage, thanks for joining us, and best of luck coming up on Wednesday. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. All right, Coach, just winding down the, the Coach Mack show here. We can sum it up with just some final thoughts and, and what we're excited about taking the field against Ball State on Wednesday. Well, final thoughts. Uh, what a great crowd here at the cabin. How about it? Man, I, I uh, want to thank all the people for being here. Uh, really appreciate it, and... and uh, you know, we're looking forward to playing another game on, on national television and, and really promoting the Central Michigan University brand. Really looking forward to it. Central Michigan plays their final game of the season on the road in the regular season this upcoming Wednesday. 7 p.m. kick from Schumann Stadium in Muncie against the Ball State Cardinals. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6 o'clock. Join Adam, join Brock, myself, Chris Jared, covering all of the action against Ball State. Well, we've got Central Michigan basketball on the network coming up at 8 p.m. They're continuing their tip. That's at 7, actually. Pre-game will be at 6.45. Listen to Adam Jackson, Matt DeVries on that call. Tony yeah. Barbie still trying to get that first win. And, and you know what? They're, they're playing great. Yeah. I mean, I've had an opportunity to watch a couple. I just I, I love the way that their team is playing. I love the way that he's got them playing defense. Yep. Uh, you know, I, 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 I know this. There's There's 
huge things ahead uh, for our Chippewa basketball team. Love it. We'll get you out to Charlestown, Illinois in, in about 45 seconds. Thanks so much for tuning in for the Coach Mac Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Have a great night, folks, and fire up chips.